Welcome. This is the monthly forecast for February 2021. If you haven't already listened to the yearly forecast, that will give you greater insight into some of the other themes, undercurrents of February as it fits into the larger picture. For this monthly forecast, we are going to just be honing in on a couple things that I feel like will be very big themes in February. We enter into February every year with the energy of two. So in numerology, two would signal harmony. Two would signal that we have things that will come into balance. Now, just as an overreaching theme, remember balance doesn't always feel good. There is a energy to balance where if (laughs) there are, um, you know, too many things out of sync or you're focusing too much on one side, you may end up creating something that needs more energy on the other side. So in the way, I guess I'll just pull out like um, Star Wars references. So when balance is brought to the force, it doesn't always mean peace will come. It means that there may be more Sith creations. And so you want to um, be aware that when you are focusing on balance, you can't just focus on one side. It probably will not mean just stay in the light, stay in the happiness. You know, it will probably also mean do your shadow work, be aware of what comes up for you. So when you are Um, working with two, the number two, you are also um, effectively working with the moon. It's a very emotional number. Um, You know, it waxes, it wanes, it goes in a cycle. So two connects us to that cyclical nature as well. So with that being said for February, it makes sense that we would always focus in February on the act of balancing. Another fun little tie into the theme of balancing is that Imbolc, would, or you may hear it pronounced as Imbolc, but it's Imbolc, um, is in February. Now, traditionally, it is based on the <clears throat> astrology and on the movement of the stars, right? And so we would be paying attention more to the sign and the degrees of constellations In modern times, it has been colonized (laughs) and standardized. And so people will often start to, even in Ireland, will start to begin celebrating Imbolg um, on February 1st, and it would end in the evening of February 2nd. The problem with that is that the actual true cross-quarter day this year in 2021 is February 4th. So you may be feeling it depending on, you know, if you're an Aquarius, depending on where you're at in the um, earth, <laughs> on the earth and where the sun will be rising and falling and things like that. It may feel different for you this whole week. You may have that balancing cyclical sort of awareness all week long um, because we will be seeing in the in the human consciousness, as people start to celebrate Imbolg all over the world, or even as it has been westernized and colonized even further into Candlemas, um, 
within Christianity, we will see that people's attention and awareness will start to go that way and we'll all start to feel it. And then we will feel the actual cross quarter day in and of itself. Um, We'll start to see the patterns of it in our worlds on the fourth. And the fourth happens to also be the first quarter moon, or I'm sorry, the third quarter moon in Scorpio. So there's just a lot of activations in the beginning of the week, but the, the kickoff of February comes in this harmony, balance, awareness, not focusing just on one thing, but really seeing both sides um, across Carter Day. We have just as much winter behind us as we have in front of us. So we're kind of in that um, threshold where now we are spiraling even sort of faster towards spring than we have been because we will have more winter behind us after this week than we do in front of us. So the wind will be at our backs, so to speak. And as we move through, we will be focusing on both the light and the dark, the shadows within us and the returning light and the returning fertility um, and the promise of a better day ahead of us. So just being very aware that the month does kick off with a very important wheel of the year event. Um, And then as we move through the month, also, I should mention, um, February kicks off with the sun square Mars. So there's even more feisty illumination kind of agitation happening um, globally, not just wheel of the year focus, but actual activation of some really intense energies the first part of the month. When we get closer to the sixth, we start to see what will feel like um, one of, I'm going to put it in a way that I see it, right? Venus is doing a lot of dancing this month. Venus is going to be um, activating quite a uh, quite a lot of energies this month. On February 2nd, we see that as an activation day in and of itself because it's 2-2, two, two, so the second day of the second month. And Venus then moves into Aquarius, which then creates this extra energy within Aquarius. We have a lot of activation in Aquarius as it is, and this is happening during Imbolc, and it's happening right before the third quarter moon. Now, as Venus is activating all of Aquarius, Venus then comes conjunct to Saturn. And throughout the month, you will see Venus dancing with all the other planets within Aquarius. And it's a beautiful dance, and she moves rather quickly through Aquarius, she comes out um, towards the end of the month. I want to say, let me look at my notes because I have so many dates written down (laughs) this year. Yeah, Aquarius, Venus leaves Aquarius on February 25th, just before the full moon and just after Mercury moves direct there. So on the 20th. So Venus begins this dance and this dance will be totally within Aquarius. And she dances up against Saturn. Conjunct Saturn, Venus brings this element of where is the love? Where is the beauty? Where is the, where is the structure, function, work a day? Where is it at? Where are you finding it? Where, where is there any sort of awareness here um, on balance, right? Venus is the energy of balance. She is the, the you know, fresh face. She is harmony. She is that binding force from within the connectedness of pure love, 
the deep parts of beauty. Remember, beauty is not skin deep. Beauty comes from the soul. That archaic feeling of beauty, the the very yin relationship with Mars. So as Mars kicks us off in February, very agitated, Venus comes in to dance along that thread, right? Under the influence of this activated, irritated Mars and square with, with the sun, Mars square with sun, Venus comes along and begins this really beautiful da- dance. So the third quarter moon on the fourth in Scorpio, we go deep. We go deep. You're going to have to do shadow work this month. You're going to have to get into the darkness in order to properly um, understand the light. As she comes up against Saturn, she's asking all of those really intense questions. She wants to know exactly what is um, what is the foundation that you are building upon and what do you really want out of life? And then she squares off with Uranus. And in this square off with Uranus, she creates tension right? Rebellion. What do you want, right? Under that influence of irritation. And remember that I said with Saturn and Uranus, sometimes when they get um, into some tension, you will see things almost like a shootout in the OK Corral, right? Two big guns, two rulers of Aquarius, right? Coming up against each other, um, really asking each other who's in charge here, right? What's it going to be? So Venus gets up against Saturn and squares off with Uranus and creates more tension there. Like, are you going to go for it? Are you going to make it happen? It's this really wild, tense relationship, almost like a teasing. And it feels very teasing to Uranus um, because over there, right? um, Uranus is focused on what what dreams may come and what exciting things there there um there is be brewing underneath the surface and so with uranus and taurus right there's more of that long game and there's more of that activation along with mars because mars is in taurus so uranus and mars over there in taurus and the sun's illuminating it and then venus just kind of saunters up and is going to get up close to Saturn and really irritate, activate, create some tension with Uranus. Like, what are you going to do over there? Uh, big boy, right? Like, what are you going to make happen? How are you going to make it work? Um, what kind of changes are you going to bring to the table if you want to create a stronger foundation? And then on the eighth, the sun is conjunct the Mercury retrograde. So you can expect some old conversations to come up into the, or even some situations that are written, right? Any, any, any sort of communication in a cycle. So expect something that you handled already, probably the first half of January, second half of January, um, and you want a chance to do it over again, the sun's going to really kind of beg you to make that happen come the 8th. Now come the 10th, this Mercury square, uh, Mercury retrograde is going to square off with Mars. So we start the first week with the sun square Mars, illumination, irritating that Mars. Mercury retrograde is going to bring some um, feisty, rewind, argumental energy, right? So really being activated because then the moon moves into Aquarius. We've got six planets in Aquarius, including that Mercury retrograde, which is squaring off with Mars. 
so much air to that fire, it could really get inflamed. And just as Aquarius is starting to heat up and flare up and Mercury retrograde squares off with Mars, the next day on the 11th, Venus dances up next to Jupiter and says, how are we going to expand? Like, how are we going to do this? Right. Um, where, where are we going to make these transactions? How are we going to make it happen? And that is also on the new moon in Aquarius. This is the seed planting. So Venus, after dancing with Saturn and triggering Uranus, is going to mosey on up to Jupiter and ask you to expand and ask you to expand deeply with radical change. So this new moon in Aquarius is going to be quite a radical new moon. Um, it's happening at the half point of Mercury retrograde. It is a very auspicious time. You must align with air to be changeable, to be to be motion to be um, sudden, swift ideas, right? All of the things that we equate with Aquarius, you want to activate that intensely there on the 11th because Venus will take nothing less. And Jupiter, it does not want your fake little new moon intentions. <laughs> they want the realness. So you better get real with that new moon on the 11th. Um, otherwise you will find yourself deflated just as air can be harnessed in a balloon. If the balloon pops, the air is no longer yours and it will dissipate before your very eyes. So get really, really clear on even just one solid intention that really, it, it really matters to you and pay attention to what comes up for you during the Mercury retrograde throughout the month, because it's a hint. It's a trailhead to what you're supposed to be paying attention to. So then on 13th, we get this Mercury conjunct Venus, and then it's on Mercury retrograde just halfway through, right? Gets up next to Venus. Venus is dancing with all of these heavy hitters, really kind of flitting through the room. That's the kind of energy Venus is bringing this month. She is flitting through the Aquarian room and she is having absolutely none of the BS and she is having absolutely none of the niceties and none of the superficial conversations. She's like, um, you know flirting with flirting with the people that need flirting with she is having inspiring conversations with the people that need inspiring she is balancing the scales if you're bringing the light she's coming with the dark if you're dark she's the light as she is conjunct with mercury retrograde you should expect to see where are you not listening to the ethers regarding your love your abundance your the beauty of life, the appreciation of the very earth you walk on, where are you ignoring it? And you will not be able to ignore it for long. Mars is also sextile Neptune there on the 13th, very auspicious day. Then the 14th, Mercury retrograde is conjunct Jupiter. So as Venus is moving, just painting the picture, imagine a party happening in, in Castle Aquarius. And there's two entrances. It's like a hall in a in a castle. And so there are two entrances, one on either side of the hall and incomes at the beginning of the month incomes, uh, Venus, right. From one door. And on the other side, incomes, Mercury, Mercury had already been through this party. Mercury already did this dance, but Mercury decided to come back and do it again. So as they're both walking through the dance hall, hall from opposite directions, Mercury already knows what's in the dance hall. Venus is dancing through it and triggering things up as she goes. They will meet and cross paths in the middle, right? And so as that happens, it's right. It's, it's really just going to bring up some major energies because we cannot we cannot activate all of this air energy within Mercury without really solid foundations in 
our love and our ability to love. And so it's going to be a big, a big theme this month, which is funny because uh, <laughs> Valentine's Day is the day Mercury retrograde conjunct Jupiter really hits. So expect to see some major conversations around love and how can you expand your love? How can you expand your ideas of beauty within this world? The 17th Saturn squares off with Uranus. It's going to be another one of them. We already talked about this. We already know these are the two big guns in town, right? There can only be one sheriff in Aquarius, um, but Uranus over there in Taurus is really working it up. They're going to square off again and it, we're going to feel it, right? The 17th of February, we're, we're going to be feeling it. And then the 19th, first quarter moon in Pisces and Venus squares off with Mars. So we're going to be feeling the feels of all of this just before Mercury goes direct and starts to sort of leave the middle of the room and continue. Um, and so Venus will be really pulling up some of this um, energy that starts the month off. Venus will, we will find ourselves rewinding the 19th just before Mercury goes direct. We will catch all that. Did you get it? Did you get it? Did you get it? Some of that sling back will happen. And then when Mercury turns direct, remember, then he's got to move all the way back through the party to get back out. Right. And, but the beauty of that is that after Mercury turns direct for those five days that Mercury is di direct before Venus leaves, they're going to kind of be making their way out of the party together. Right. So it's, it's going to end up being a little bit more motion, a little bit more flow in a lot of different ways, not just because of Mercury, but also because Venus will be mostly done dancing with everyone at the party. Venus will be more processing what happened, how it feels, where, where to go from here. But as Venus is working her way out of the party, Mars trine Pluto brings this kind of oomph to some of our shadows. And so that last bit of February, you could expect to see some deep shadows come out as Mercury is now moving direct back through the party, almost like, hey, you know what I noticed moving back through this party? I didn't really like the way this went down, right? Like the, some of that energy, some of the deeper stuff could come up. We could see that inflammation and that shadow work really come deep. Then the sun sextile Uranus on the 25th will illuminate this sort of energy. And then we have a full moon in Virgo on the 27th and we will wrap up the month. So it's, it's this dance party in Aquarius. And if you have a lot of Aquarius placements, you will feel it. If your Venus is an Aquarius, you will feel it. Um, if you were born under a Mercury retrograde in, um, Aquarius, especially, you will probably feel this extra. Ain't nobody taking your stuff this month. Let's just focus on that. And there's all sorts of layers to February, right? Um, the goddess Brigid, when we talk about her and we talk about the way that she activates within us what is meant to be brought to the world, whether it's painful or not, there's a lot of a lot of energy lines that are running through February of this year that activate a very ancient knowingness within all of us. So this isn't the month, this isn't the month to try to skate past what your passions are. Um, this isn't it for you. <laughs> so um and March will not be either. These are activating months. This is the beginning of the year that I talked about in the early forecast where you want to be doing the work and you want to be making things happen um, and, and you want to be paying attention. Venus will have you paying attention. And so um, connect to that inner Venus, connect to it. It is, 
it is a magical thing for all of us. Look to what sign your Venus is to see maybe how this could activate within you. Look to see what house this movement um, is transiting in, in your house to see where it might be activating in you. You really want to be paying attention to what your place in all of this is because it will not let you be. And it's just better to be aware. Everybody have a beautiful February. I'm very excited to be witnessing this. It's a very beautiful time. You know, as someone who enjoys shadow work quite a bit and does quite a lot of it, um, I love the Venus activations happening during this time of great shadow work. And I love Imbolg is one of my very favorite cross-quarter days. Um, I love the focus of light and candles and the darkness, right? I'm super moody in that way, but um, it's that kind of a month. It's a real moody month and it's really exciting. And so try to frame it in that way and it will work best for you when you are not resistant, right? Everyone have a beautiful February.